0: welcome to episode 99 of the thrash report this is your weekly music commentary podcast we discuss all things metal and heavy music my name is chris joining me jim osborne jim what's going on today man
1: hello chris it's a beautiful day
0: it is a beautiful day
1: I'd like to start out with some birthday wishes.
0: Yeah, dude. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Our friend David Edmonds turns a year older today. I think he's 13. (laughs) Sounds about right. (laughs) Happy birthday, David. And also Squid Hammer's own Erica Schultz has a birthday today as well. Happy, happy happy birthday. Happy birthday to you.
0: It's funny. My dad, whenever we had birthdays, my dad would always, he'd always say, Happy happy birthday! I I don't know
1: his own song.
0: Yep, that's right. So we wish you a happy birthday. Stay metal. Stay true. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Not much in the headlines we have this week. Just uh, we got some. We beefed it up a little further down, so a little light on the headlines.
0: (laughs) I beefed it up further down, dude. So, um, yeah. This this. (laughs) This news story um, involving the ongoing drama of, of founding members of Megadeth.
1: Founding member? <laughs> There's only one. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Recent interview, I saw this on Metal Sucks. Uh, apparently, Dave Ellison was not a founding member of Megadeth because... He was not on the bus ride back from the East Coast to the West Coast. Apparently, Dave Mustaine was by himself that entire time founding Megadeth. So, according to him, he's the only founder. But if you think about it, Lars and James are really the founders of Megadeth for kicking Dave out of Metallica.
0: Oh, that no you know way. what you one could make that argument. Yes, so, I am
1: that one. I am making that argument. So, Ellison did. So
0: he was officially in Megadeth in
1: 1993.
0: So, 83. and I'm sorry, 1983. So and Yeah. So is that? Do we? I mean, when? When? Do we know exactly when <laughs> Megadeth was a thing?
1: Apparently, on the bus ride back from getting kicked out of Metallica, hmm. we know. We know from reading his book and other interviews is that he came up with the name on that bus and he wrote some things on that ride, but apparently that's when it founded too. And he's not going to share any credit with founding Megadeth with hmm. Dave Ellison, but nothing surprising here more in the world of Dave.
0: Yeah. It goes on to say that there, uh, and this was uh, again, like you said, from metal socks, there's a misnomer that there were two people that founded Megadeth <laughs> i was the founder i was the only one in the beginning hmm. well
1: all right that's cool it's all good in the beginning sounds like he wrote the bible too <laughs> Good job, Dude, did you
0: hear the news this was a couple of weeks ago again we we kind of you know there's a lot of news we kind of missed over uh we had some live shows and shit and, and then we're mm-hmm. traveling for work and um but i guess dave did say that he would collaborate and write new music with Hetfield again.
1: I did see that headline. I did not read the story because the it would be more of Dave's big talk.
0: <laughs> Dave's rantings, um, product but... placement on the video podcast. <clears throat> those of you that are listening, <laughs> those of you that are listening, I have a thrash report, 16 ounce tumbler cup. And, uh, Jim has a thrash report sticker available now at heavy-shirts.com that you can put all over your shit as well.
1: Do it. I didn't Dude, read so, any more of that. Did you read anything about that, Hatfield? And, I did. I just thought Hatfield? it would be
0: interesting. I mean, imagine the the shockwaves through <laughs> the metal community if there was some sort of new music that those two came up with, like you know what I mean? Like it would just, it would. I think it would actually, a crack would happen in the space time continuum, <laughs> and it would just form a black hole or some sort of vacuum.
1: Yep, I think Mustain just founded that.
0: <laughs> uh, dude, this next, this next story, I totally missed, and it was actually we found out prior to the show by our friend Wyatt from Pursuit. Uh, yes, sir. Friend of the show. He uh, he hit us up and said, hey, man, you got to talk about Biohazard. Oh, yeah. Now, I was like, what? What's happening there? Uh, yeah, Biohazard is reuniting the classic lineup for some European festival uh, performances in 2023.
1: That is awesome
0: now you you're more of a of a biohazard fan than I i mean is this this is a pretty big deal
1: uh kind of to me okay. <laughs> i' I'm, I'm not a the biggest biohazard fan but I'm a huge fan of state of the world address album okay I think we've done that i think we went back in the day with that once uh but absolutely love that album it's one of my favorite of all time it's one of my first favorite albums and yeah it's a mix of hardcore metal some hip-hop thrown in there and amazing album and the one before that too urban discipline is really good it's got some killer tracks on it but the dudes are cool i like the guys in the band and oh it'd be awesome to see them back together and see where it goes if they write more stuff
0: that's awesome yeah they'll be back together um for Uh, next year's bloodstock which again we got more news on that coming up here but the bloodstock festival um, and then dynamo as well taking place in the netherlands next year in 2023 so yeah pretty cool i mean i'm all about it i i I was mentioning before the show today that there was an album that i brought with me out to um, just after high school i would fly uh, out to california to visit my mom and I remember having a biohazard CD with me. And uh yeah, so pretty cool, man. Uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: I dig it. I dig it. I'm down.
1: Yeah, so we'll see where that goes.
0: Dude, do we need to talk about this blink 182 thing? I mean, I don't even know anything really about them, but it's been breaking oh. the internet today. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not yeah. really a fan. Like I don't really know any of their stuff, but or I shouldn't say that. I'm sure I'd recognize some if I heard it, right? You probably but, recognize uh,
1: all their small things.
0: But but evidently it's like big news, man. They got like classic lineup back together and massive twenty three, twenty four tour. So I know a lot of people are super excited, so that's cool.
1: Yeah. Who they I saw this morning they're touring with who? There's some metal band, wasn't it? I don't know. But
0: if only I had an internet machine, I can look that up quick. Dude, <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump into releases, because we have a lot of shit, a lot of shit
1: to talk about.
0: And so... Big ones. Yeah. First... (laughs) Dude, that's again, very recognizable.
1: Slipknot, the end so far. Yeah. Came out last, was it last week or the week before?
0: Uh, but, yeah, I think it was last week.
1: Yeah, I haven't actually sat down and listened to this front to back. And part of it is because it seems like everybody I know is saying that it's not worth it.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly, right? Um, it was funny because it came out. You're right. It was two weeks ago because I was in I was in Milwaukee, met up with Brian from Dimestock, and he talked mm-hmm. about it too. And he said it's just not it's not the best release. It's it's pretty weak.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's interesting because this seventh studio album from Slipknot, um, here it dropped on the 30th, the 30th of, of uh September. Um it <laughs> the end so far first it debuted within the top 10 over 10 different countries, but starting the week uh, ending October 15th, it now would have claimed the number one spot on the billboards uh, 100 chart. And that's for the second time in a row, because they did the same thing with we are not your kind um, in 2019. So it's funny, you know, again, it's, it does reach, you know, number one on billboard charts, but I've been Mm -hmm. hearing from the metal community that it may have been a, um, I don't know, a quick, quick grab uh, filling out their contract. I know that there was uh, a little bit of a discussion on Twitter about, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: is that what it is? Because this was um, like we mentioned their seventh release on roadrunner. And this is closes out the roadrunner contract. They've been on roadrunner since 1998. And so, I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Like I said, I haven't listened to it, but that's the chatter that I heard was that it's the the big speculation is exactly what you said, that it's just an album to fill out their contract and move along. So I don't know if that's the case. It seems they just threw something together to get off a road runner and maybe the next will come. And some people are even saying that the end so far is the beginning of the end of Slipknot. And other people are saying they hope it is the end of Slipknot. And I don't know. It's, all over the place,
0: you know I mean if they were to if they were to you know after this last round of tours or whatever, if they then decide to hang it up, it's like you know what leave on a high note, right like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's rather than just kind of fizzle out and you know, yeah, so um, like you, I haven't really dove in to to that album yet um again it's it's in my it's in my rotation, I did listen I did have it on while I was doing some stuff over the weekend, but Mm-hmm. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really dive in as much as some of the other releases.
1: Yeah, and I think because you know, Liquid Metal did a takeover, so they were playing Slipknot or the new album for a whole week, every hour and or a song every hour. And I always heard Corey Taylor come on and talk about the next song, and then a little while later, I wasn't even paying attention, so <laughs> <laughs> didn't keep my attention when I was hearing the songs. So you know, not as good as previous albums would be my guess
0: yeah but this next one uh, again i will say i listened to this um a very uh, a lot more intentionally this next album Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: we're going to talk about here and i will say i think i need to listen to it a little bit more because i think their previous one in my opinion is better we're talking about the new album omens by lamb of god I just, I think their self-titled one. It, there were more tracks that, at least in my opinion, they just had that hook. They had that something mm-hmm. that had me coming back for more. This one, I haven't quite hit that yet, but I need to listen to it a little bit more to get some.
1: Yep, me too. I've I haven't just like the slip that. I haven't listened to it front to back, and I've heard most of the tracks on Liquid Metal and. I enjoy them. I think they're good. I'm to begin with, I'm not a, a super huge Lamb of God fan. I love them. I think they're great. They're whatever they're on. I can tell it's them. I am a fan right. of theirs, but I'm just very, I'm not...
0: very recognizable sound, right?
1: Yep, but they're just not like one of my top five or eight. They're
0: Oh my no, god, so dude! It's coming up there, dude. It's October. We got to start narrowing this down for album of the year.
1: <laughs> ah, yeah, there's only two. We're the top two this year. but what i have heard i have liked it sounds just like lamb of god which is i think good (laughs) yeah yeah
0: um i know i think i mean so far me listening to the album a couple times through um title track omens really is uh, a good track by the way did you see on social he was on the weather channel
1: did you see this I didn't, but Jose interviewed him, and he was talking about that. sounds sounds like oh, a okay. pretty big deal.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess he owns. Uh, he owns um, some some land in. Of course, I don't remember the country now.
1: It's on the equator. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so really, it's basically talking about uh, deforestation, 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 uh, deforestation. I just gave you
1: the biggest clue, man. I,
0: I don't, The equator, Ecuador. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, and so, you know, I I mean, I I dig what they're saying, right? Because he had like a uh, he had a local expert there um, talking about how they need to do a lot of training. They got to do a lot of things to help um, the local economy and the local um, natural resource people really understand how to replant, how to deforest responsibly and you know plant trees and stuff and, and it was pretty cool and I, I'm- well welcome back into pattern and that was the 2004 single laid to rest by the heavy metal band lamb of god and since then they've secured five grammy nominations toured with Megadeth and slayer and headlined countless metal festivals around the world but now they have a different mission in mind, and that is Saving the Jungles in Ecuador.
1: Big mission. Yes. We're joined by singer Randy Bly and his friend in conservation, Carlos Ojeda. Gentlemen, thanks for being with us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This us. is so cool. So, uh, Randy, we're gonna start with you. Obviously, uh, you started, you know, this what you started on collecting money on cameo. Right. For people who don't know what cameo is, basically, it's a way for people to like give shout-outs, right? Right, right. And so then you started giving people shout-outs, and we would pay for those shout outs, and then you started collecting that money, but you were kind of hoarding on the side for this mission yes uh i brought i bought some property at the beginning of the
0: pandemic um and i thought i'll just go on tour no problem to help pay for this and then we didn't go on tour for two years so i was like oh my god i still need money to you know help work this land and, and help defray the cost and uh, Cameo had been after me for a while, and I, I was like, "Oh,
1: I could just do yeah, that." And, an and, and a, yeah, really smart. Managed to fund it entirely from that. Wow, yeah.
0: dude, what's this next album? I kind of forgot about it, dude.
1: Yeah, this is the one. Like, out of the, all the big releases the last couple of weeks, this one I listened to again today. The new Goat Horror, "Angels Hung from the Arches of Heaven." Heard a few songs released on Liquid Metal, but man, yeah, this one. This is good.
0: Yeah, is it?
1: Yes, this is amazing. (laughs)
0: dude
1: yeah maybe i'll we'll make it a top three album of the year <laughs> <laughs> so
0: that uh, was we'll that track was death from above off of the new angels hung Up from the arches of heaven um pretty badass man
1: yes yep i'll be listening to that some more
0: so Remember, there's kind of a lot because we have you have another uh another release here huh
1: yeah i think we've talked about lost society before <laughs> they're uh older stuff is much thrashier and i listened to this last week and it's lost society if the sky came down and my thought is it's thrashy but it's radio friendly so it's kind of like a radio thrash if that's a thing
0: <laughs> radio <laughs> thrash
1: yeah so it's you know it's fast it's catchy it's well it's kind of like as it's kind of like
0: uh it's kind of like um what am i thinking of you know like blackville brides kind of thing right like it's like metal but radio friendly you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah there yeah. it is if the sky came down so this dropped on the 30th of september i was unfamiliar i'm gonna go and add this to my boom add it to my playlist just like that
1: nice work you got yeah i think here, we too. saw them
0: they opened for uh they opened for children to boat them didn't they i think they did i think i saw them live That's, they were freaking awesome
1: I think we talked about this. I don't know if I was at that show or not.
0: Well, damn it, Jim. I, I know. know. You have to be at all the shows.
1: I try. I try. Dude,
0: this next one, uh it was one that uh our friend Bill from Twitter uh he actually kicked this over to me. This is a band called Corrosive and I was unfamiliar and dude, they rip. So this track called Into Necropolis. And it's like the the whole album, dude, I listened to it like a few times today um yeah really good so and i didn't know that they had a previous release as well so um i did a little bit of looking into it so um they were uh they have a bandcamp page they have stuff out there they were um oh where'd my notes go they have some notes i don't know where my notes went anyway they're they're formed in 2016 they have a couple eps out there uh this is from this is their second studio album. They're from Toronto, Canada, eh? um, yeah. and I really think it is is thrash-tastic goodness. Go check out uh the band Corrosive and um it's spelled with a K and they like to put K's in everything. So like Toxic mm-hmm. Apocalypse with a K, and then Necropolis has a K. Um, which is it's all good. I like it. My my kid's name is Cage, and I spell it with a K. So it's all nice. good. Nice.
1: Yeah, and coincidentally I picked Corrosive as our today in the day featured thrash band. Had having no idea you picked this as a or put this down as a new release since I did not get the tweet from Bill since if you remember a few weeks ago my Twitter got shut down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this was a happy we, accident.
0: It is a very happy accident. Just goes it shows to, shows the Goya that <laughs> that we uh we are we think alike thrash yes
1: sir dude yep, so I'll listen to more of them for sure
0: yeah man dude so let's talk about um some shows so we mm-hmm. have some stuff coming up here but i just wanted to also just um you know my my two cents for what it's worth um two, two base strikes back in milwaukee um super fun show absolutely packed they played one of the smaller uh smaller rooms at uh the rave or um the uh the eagles club i'm not really sure the capacity but i mean it was it was packed and it was um (laughs) it was fun man i mean it was fun seeing death angel they did such a good job um exodus i mean seeing gary holt he is such He's such just, he's so crazy. Like, I don't know how he can continue to play when he's like just thrashing around. Like his head is just (laughs) constantly going like, you know, but Mm -hmm. uh, two, so two two things though. One, like I mentioned, I think he's dying his beard. I said that last time because I was following him on social and he was all gray and you could tell he was older, but now he looks like a kid. So I'm just saying, Uh, but also it was super fun. They have, they had some fun. Uh Exodus did what you can see the video up on our YouTube channel. I got the whole song up there for Toxic Waltz, and they had a little bit of fun with it um kind of picking on uh Gary Holt, so I invite you guys to go check it out for a little little nugget, a little fun goodie there and then uh Testament came on, and they just destroyed like they are just i mean I will say it they are at the top of their game. they really mm-hmm. are like they sounded just amazing um. I think I mentioned this last time, you know, Chuck, Billy, you, you, there definitely is times when Alex and Eric are doing some of the higher vocals and, uh, is Slayer down there? You got a cat down there? No.
1: Yeah. He came running through. Oh.
0: And, uh, so yeah. So again, but at first I was like, Oh, that kind of makes me sad, but you know what? It's just, it's the way they're doing it. And they do it freaking awesome. And, uh, yeah, so it was a super fun show, and then uh, when I went to, uh, right after that, the next night, I was in I Chicago know, for an amazing day, it like, like the Beast tour. Interesting um, thing, like, it turned out, it's, like, it's, like, it's together, and the first, like, was, the
1: like, they like, you know, the first three in like, in
0: yeah, same jutsu, whatever. Um, it was it was really amazing though. it was like dark and it just hearing the entire venue like singing along. And then when when like when they did like you know, when they did like Revelations and they did some of these other tracks where when it picks up and the the band just takes off, man, they're just running around like it's like they're kids and it's just awesome. And it just made it that much more exciting to watch. So it was a spectacle, man. They had so much fire and pyrotechnics and shit and giant eddies and fucking ninj sunjutsu eddie coming out with a sword and shit. It was nice. uh yeah, it was it was a really fun show. So um I, I'm yeah, I'm happy I went, man. It's one of those things where, you know, I uh it was a lot of driving. Dude, and one thing I wanted to mention, I talked to you about this uh earlier. Mm-hmm. I rented a car to to drive down there because I put you know a lot of miles. So I rented a car and I, I drove down to Milwaukee and then Chicago and then the back. And it was like a Kia, right? It was like, I mean, it was a cheap rental. It literally cost me $107 for two nice. days and a billion miles, right? $107. But it was a Kia, and I'm like, whatever. It was awesome. It was like it had wireless car play. It had all the fricking electronic doodads and switches and and dials and shit. But then uh, as I'm driving, like I was driving for like, you know, an hour or whatever. And there was a button on the steering wheel that looked like a steering wheel with lines. And I thought to myself, it's probably that super annoying lane departure warning that I typically turn off anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, I hit it. The fricking steering wheel started moving. It was like autopilot, and I will tell you, <laughs> it worked awesome. Hundreds of miles, where all you had to do is like rest your hand on it on the string wheel, and it it was awesome. Like it would bank turns. It was I, I was impressed. I am absolutely <laughs> impressed. So that's color me amazed. Anyway, very cool, dude. But then we came back here there was three metal Uh shows in one week because then on sunday you and your daughter came up to visit in saint paul and we got to see Mm -hmm. the trivium show
1: yes yeah my daughter's a big trivium fan and they did not disappoint me or her or anybody there it was great show it may have disappointed the one person that got we saw get kicked out for being an (laughs) asshole in the pit and completely wasted he probably didn't have a good time but everybody (laughs) else did
0: Yes, yes, and that was actually, yeah. Uh, actually, Matt Matt Heffy like called that out. He like stopped the song yep. and like, hey guys, let's let's let <laughs> let him get get out of here.
1: Yep, like he's being escorted out of the pit, I think. And then Matt stopped the show. He saw what was going on, and then called attention to the guy and said, "Not to do in the jersey. He's helping him out. The other guy, he's had yeah. too much of a good time. Get him out of here." Went on to talk about just you know we're not you can come here in any kind of attitude you want you can be mad you can be sad you can be happy but you can't hurt anybody so yep really cool of him professional of him to call it out and go right back into the music
0: yeah you know and speaking about being professional i mean i just like i mean the entire band i know that matt gets a lot you know because he does a lot of the twitch stuff and he's kind of like the pillar right but Mm -hmm. dude the entire band are just amazing at what they do i mean For sure. Alex just, I mean, absolutely crushing the drums. And I just, it was, it was really, really cool. And there's a few things that like, dude, did you see too? They had a photographer there doing some video and photo stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time I ever seen like the drone above the crowd. You see that?
1: (laughs) Yep. And a drone flying around, I'm guessing, getting some footage. That's cool. Yep. Yeah.
0: That was pretty cool. Um, Yeah. I thought, I thought Matt sounded amazing. It was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I posted, uh, posted a video or two on social, um, go check him out. Absolutely amazing. I, I think that, uh, and the crazy part too, I didn't realize how fucking young he is. Right. So if you, if you look at <laughs> yeah. it's everything that he's ever known, right. He mentioned that because mm-hmm. now he'll be, the trivium will be what? 23, old, 23 years old. I think he's what he said. Yep. And and that's the thing. So he said he started it when he was like 12 or 13 years old. Mm-hmm. So I'm like doing the math and I'm like, okay, well, I'm seeing bands now that are in their sixties. So we have a long time left with Matt. That makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: Yep. Yeah, it was a really um, fun
0: show. I will say this. I was kind of, I, I don't, I don't know what, no, I don't know what the word is. Like, I'm kind of, I don't know if it was disappointed or kind of shocked that the venue wasn't as full as I thought it would be. And I don't, Mm -hmm. and we don't know. I mean, was that because it was a Sunday night show maybe, or, you know, is is it, I don't know. Or is it because it was at the myth and it's not downtown, right? It's kind of in the burbs. (laughs) It's kind of, out, Mm -hmm. you know, I just don't know because I mean, all the bands, I mean, between the buried and me and Trivium, I just would have thought they would have brought a lot bigger crowd. That's just my two cents.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I didn't look at it that way. I was just I saw people and I saw the band and I was focused on the band. So Yeah, was, I mean that was, was bonus.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's just there's been a couple times too. I mean, there's been a couple times where they hadn't opened the second level most of the shows when i'm there they have the entire second level open as well and that's packed with people so i don't know i mean that's why it's just like they deserve more people i guess that's what i'm trying to say is like why were why wasn't it packed why wasn't it sold out like come on man
1: anyway well did you say something like maybe the the metal nerds were there but the metal nerds who were also lord of the ring nerds were home watching a tv show or something <laughs>
0: It, it was. My friend said that, yeah, don't you know House of the Dragon is tonight? Like, everyone's home watching HBO. So, Could have been.
1: Could've <laughs> but we were been. at the Court of the Dragon. <laughs>
0: um, It yeah, was, man. And
1: seen them, yeah, and them twice last, uh, last September on the Metal Tour of the Year was really cool, but they had such a short set because they weren't headlining, so I was right. happy to see them play a longer set. They threw in some deeper tracks, some of the older stuff, and man, they Kicked in and played Shogun. not the album, but the song.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. It's just an epic song that was awesome, and we played my daughter's favorite song, so
0: yep. we were happy. We Dude, when they when they closed with uh, uh, "In Waves," oh my god, it's just mm-hmm. so fucking good. Well, it's interesting. So, again, I didn't share with you. <laughs> so prior to the show, I, I I look up the set list. That's just the type of nerd I am. But uh, mm-hmm. I. Um, it's interesting because on setlist fm when you scroll down it'll actually it'll tell you like the songs like what album the songs are from then it breaks down a graph and says the percentage of songs from what album and we were talking about how silence in the snow is one of my favorite not one song did they play from that album <laughs> so i was going to mention that ahead of time but i was like oh I don't want to like I don't want to give it away because you wanted to be surprised. But yeah, I looked at the graph and I'm like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> but if you would have if you would have said they're not gonna play any songs from Silence in the Snow, I probably wouldn't have been surprised and I probably would have been a, I would have been fine with that because that's not Dude, my how
0: favorite. come how come I like the shit that nobody else does? What's wrong <laughs> with me? I don't know.
1: Eh, to each their own. Your own's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, some upcoming
0: shows. Um, oh yeah! So uh, this weekend um, we saw at Dime Stock we saw Asbolus baptized, and they're mm-hmm. actually going to be here in Saint Paul on the fifteenth. So that's pretty bad badass on Saturday. So I'm I'm looking at going to that um, at the Eagles Club. Nice. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty jacked. It'll be it'll be a fun time, and then um, yeah, they're fun as hell. Yeah, totally, and then. St. Cloud on the 24th in St. Cloud, there is the Fright Night at the Red Carpet Nightclub. And that has um, a few different acts on it, but our friends of the podcast, Apothic, are going to be there, Bludgeon, Cull the Frail, and a brand new band making their debut performance that night. I'm assuming it's pronounced Raven. I'm not sure, but it's R-A-H-V-N. Um. Yeah, pretty stoked for that. So that's at the Red Carpet Nightclub in St. Cloud.
1: I'm just double checking the date of that. Does that that's the 22nd of August October? Oh, did I have it wrong? Yep.
0: Twenty Yes, I'm no. sorry, twenty second, correct. Thank you. God, yeah. see? This is why you're keeping me <laughs> keeping me on my shit.
1: Dude, yeah, you wanted to it
0: was announced today. <laughs> uh some uh some bands for bloodstock in the uk in 2023 and we got mm-hmm. megadeth and kill switch headlining we had inflamed and anthrax we have sepultura knocked loose devil driver and uh then that biohazard reunion that we talked about Whitechapel, mm-hmm. which again that we just saw at the trivium show um and i sent a text to you and you didn't reply so assuming that you don't want to go to the uk with me but all right
1: That would be fun. I did, I did see the text, but I was busy and forgot to get back to you. So that's my Um, fault.
0: Yeah. If I'm just saying, if, if there's no mega cruise next year, then I don't know. I'm looking at what's that, (laughs) what's that, that thing, that big thing. Like, do do I actually take a chance, go overseas, do a big one, do the download or bloodstock since Wacken freaking sold out in like a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be cool,
0: dude. Tell us more about this show happening at Lacrosse at um, at the warehouse.
1: Yes, October twenty eighth. I have been waiting and waiting for this Squid Hammer coming to Lacrosse. So, along with War, that's W O R, another band that we saw kick ass at Dime Stock So, War and Squid Hammer and a couple local openers will be October twenty eighth at the warehouse in Lacrosse. My daughter and I will be there for sure, and that's going to be awesome.
0: Cool, yeah, and I have it on my calendar, and uh, yeah, as long as I can, you know, crash at your place, I will. For sure. Take a drive out there. I think that'd be wicked cool.
1: Mhm. Yep, and then a few weeks later on November twenty second, I bought my platinum VIP pass for Machine Head.
0: Dude, look at you. That's so cool. I'm yeah. so excited for you, bro.
1: I mean, yeah, so that'll be in Madison, Wisconsin, and it's another, uh, a night with Machine Head. So it's just them. They don't have a set list. They're just going to play whatever, like they take requests, even. They're doing it over in Europe right now. It's what it's their, what do they call it, their beers, and it's, it's their, Machine their Head. It's,
0: it's their electric happy hour or something.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: And, uh, no, That's super cool, man. You get to meet, I guess, probably one of the most metal motherfuckers that I know. <laughs> you know, um, that's pretty cool. I'm excited yep. for you, man.
1: One of my favorite bands of all time, so it'd be cool to meet them and you know, hang up.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, that will be those of you that, that are interested, uh, the 30th of October in Mankato, um, Judas Priest. Celebrating fifty years of heavy metal with Queensrÿche opening for them. Um, again, they're here in in uh, Minnesota, in Mankato. My hometown. Yeah, dude. Dude, and don't they have like on the way there? They got like the biggest candy store ever.
1: Uh, it's the biggest one in the state. That was it. The world or the state?
0: Oh, I have no idea. But yeah, is it the biggest one in the state? There we go.
1: Yep, I have a bottle of bacon soda upstairs that yeah, I yes. will have never I got a whole have. bunch
0: of bacon shit there too, yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep, it was a gift, a soda that tastes like bacon. I I just can't bear to open it. It was a gift.
0: I've, uh, get this, I tried, I tried, I got uh, a gift pack that was like a turkey dinner. <laughs> so it had Jones soda, but it was like turkey, mashed potatoes, yams, like, I don't know and i tried them it absolutely was gross like it was disgusting man
1: yeah they had corn on the cob flavored pop like i'll pass
0: i'll pass (laughs) dude you got some hilarious trivia that i was unaware of speaking of biohazard
1: yeah i was unaware too like you said our friend wyatt sent us some biohazard info and so I did not know this. Obviously, I know they have the same last names, but Jerry Seinfeld and Evan Seinfeld, Evan being from Biohazard, bassist and vocals. Apparently, they are second cousins. I couldn't verify for for sure or not, but multiple rags said that they are. So <laughs> that's great. We'll just we'll say they are.
0: Yeah, let's just let's let's do that because it's more fun when when we think that they are yep <laughs> oh too funny so i we're gonna jump back in the day and we're gonna kind of have a new look on some releases that happened back in the day and this one showed up in my uh, rotation i remember it from a long time ago this was back in 1999 they had only had one album and it was this one project that they had some past and present members of merciful fate and king diamond the singer came from some Judas Priest tribute band called Desert Plains. And they split up after this like one album. This album was called Ill Will. And they uh, the name of the album was called Evolution. Evil? Evolution? Um, they're from Sweden. They were formed in 1997. Again, this is uh, a track, uh, Weather with. Or Without is the title of this track off of this album, and this is from 1999. This is Ill Will. just know when i had that cd i listened to it a lot so the album is really good go check out ill will if you can find it I, i did see it on apple music
1: definitely hear the priest vocals in there
0: yeah so this next one though i was shocked that you didn't know of them when i mentioned fku because they are hardcore like just this thrash sound that is so good. They were formed in 1987 in Sweden. They have five full release or full length albums, uh, spanning from 1999 to 2017. Their demo dropped in '88, but the name of the band is FKU, and it stands for Freddy's, Freddy Freddie Krueger's Underwear. And the crazy part is every every title for the track, like they it's all like horror movie related and like. 80s horror movie related and stuff like Maniac Cop and Nightmare on Elm Street, all like all these things like Chud. If you remember that movie, right? Um, but they are really, really good. And so this track, Rise of the Moshmongers, this actually comes off of the uh, 2013 album. And uh, check this out. <laughs> Again, there's there's a lot of um, yeah, just a lot of thrash throughout all their albums. They're really really good. Um, that that track actually had more like singing vocals than some of the the earlier ones. Um, but this one made me think of think of you and our friend, our honorary third member. Let's go ahead and check this out. Listen to this.
1: Uh, I'm Larry. I'm Harry. <laughs> and uh I'm a mashaholic.
0: So that was Mashaholic. By freddy krueger's underwear um <laughs> yeah that was not after familiar their, with... their debut release i'm um, not familiar with
1: we... the music but not when, once you said what fku stood for and then said that it's horror themed it, i have come across this somewhere i haven't heard it before but i've cool heard the concept so yeah very cool
0: yeah i was i mean when uh when i started listening to it again i was just like all these memories came back i'm like oh yeah man i remember listening to this way back when you know in the in the 90s so uh definitely um i added all of them i found them on apple music i added them all to my playlist since i no longer had uh cds (laughs) actually (laughs) in a few of them i think i actually you know back in the day i would just borrow the cds from my buddy and just record tapes (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that was the deal
1: i remember dude today in the day i already said that we're doing corrosive we already talked about them so be sure to check them out from Toronto, Ontario.
0: Yeah, man. And that kind of like wraps up our episode already. Super fun, a lot of releases. Um and uh, I want to thank everyone for hanging out. Thank you for listening. Um thank for all thank you for all your support. Go ahead and check out uh, show notes and all of our archived episodes at thrashreport.com. Make sure you send us an email. Follow us on social. You can find all of our socials at thrashreport.com. And you can email us at the thrash report at com, And we'll, you know, see what you have to say, right? Send us, send us some, you know, releases, send us what you like, what you don't like. If you If you think I'm an idiot, let us know.
1: Get at us.
0: Jim, super fun chatting as always. You too, sir and we will see you next time on the magic force